Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to dominate your career, then you are in the right place. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker. And Monica Marquez, ex-Googler, diversity expert, and senior corporate leader. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Welcome to the Beyond Barriers Habits and Hacks show. This is episode 65, and we want to thank you for listening in. We are truly grateful for your comments, your feedback, and your advocacy. Thanks to you, we are a highly rated show, and our global community is growing rapidly. Now, if you haven't subscribed yet, tell us what we can do to earn your support. And if you already subscribed, please rate us, and we always love five stars. And if you have subscribed and already rated us, then tell a friend about the show. In today's episode, we'll discuss why ERG communities matter when you're faced with challenges and how you can get the support that you need. Whether it's an employee resource group in your organization or a local meetup or an online affinity group, community plays a vital role in your growth and well-being. The question to ask yourself is, are you leveraging your community as a support network and a resource for your professional development? So I know about online groups, whether it's a LinkedIn group or a private Facebook group, and I found them to be terrific resources for meeting people, especially, you know, finding people that have shared interests and building more uh, deeper connections with them, learning new things and, you know, getting the support and help that you need. But tell me more about ERGs or employee resource groups. What are they and why do they exist? Well, in a nutshell, ERGs are all about community and a sense of belonging for the minority groups in an organization. And, you know, when they are actually well-managed, they can serve to actually attract and retain top talent mm-hmm. and they help increase bottom line of organizations. And, but, mo- you know, the most important thing is they um, build a healthy and thriving workplace uh, culture for for everyone. And they actually promote a, co- a company's diversity and inclusion efforts, and they create opportunities for networking, mentorship, and other opportunities for personal and professional development. Now, historically, these affinity groups or the employee resource groups, they were centered around race and gender, but they more and more over the, over the years have increasingly been created for other affinities or characteristics or, um, you know, just other marginalized communities. Exactly. Other, other, other marginalized communities. Like if you think about age, veteran status, sexual identity, religion, ability, et cetera, you name Mm -hmm. it, there are employee resource groups for, for those communities so that they can feel like they have a group of like-minded individuals that understand them. Now, most ERGs arise from a lack of network or developmental opportunities for employees because a lot of the times they, you know, there's certain rules of the road that they aren't aware of that the majority population already know. It's kind of like standard protocol for them. Mm -hmm. It comes very naturally to them, but not necessarily for the minority groups. Or they have frames of references because they know people like them or they've grown up in families or communities where everybody... Um, has worked in large organizations, kind mm-hmm. of knows how to navigate them, or they have pre-existing relationships there versus someone who might be first-generation corporate job mm-hmm. and absolutely really know how to make it. Exactly. They don't really have a support system outside of the organization that can help them navigate that. So employee resource groups serve as that kind of um, 
family away from home. Mm. So you've been leading communities at large global organizations for two decades. Um, tell, uh, tell me why someone who works in one of these organizations should uh, join these communities and what impact it can have in their careers. Now, that's a really important question because sometimes you do have individuals who wonder, you know, what are the benefits? Should I join an ERG? Um, should I not join an ERG? You know, I don't want, you know, I don't want it to look like I'm, you know, joining a group and segregating myself, etc. Mm -hmm. That's not the case at all. ERGs are an absolute benefit to employees and they should, you know, leverage it as a benefit and use the benefit. I mean, most of us, even when you think about um, organizations and all the benefits that they offer their employees, you know, you would be surprised how many benefits are not utilized by employees and mm -hmm. ERGs are one of those sometimes that, you know, employees don't really leverage and well, they should. Probably because they don't realize it's a benefit. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, you know, and part of the thing that, you know, in minority employees should consider is that minority groups, research has shown that they're more vulnerable to being excluded from the powerful informal networks that enable kind of the insiders or the majority population to gain that important knowledge about the unwritten rules or maybe advancement opportunities or just even access to influential, you know, sponsors. And so ERGs, um, a lot of the times can be that that um, bridge that bridge to fill that gap for mm -hmm. for individuals. So it's certainly a benefit that employees should you know should take take up take a, you know just take advantage of. Mm. So uh, now I get the value of these workplace communities, um, but let's um, talk through this scenario. Let's say I'm a mid-career woman who is married. I have two kids. Mm -hmm. I'm working full time. I'm really trying hard to juggle these days between work, home uh, chores and errands and dealing with family responsibilities. And my kids are home mm -hmm. because there's no school to go to. And I'm just getting overwhelmed getting through my day. My days are packed with back-to-back -back meetings. The mm -hmm. kids are screaming for attention. You know, there's a concern about getting out of the house and getting groceries right. or uh, just sort of managing it all. <laughs> There's just so much happening with, um, you know, just the pressure of quarantine and mm -hmm. the very unnatural circumstances that we're living through. Obviously, there's the constant uh, risk of disease or death. Mm -hmm. um, there's racial tensions um, in our society, but also sometimes in the workplace. Um, and then there's economic certain, uh, uncertainty. You know, you don't know if there's risk of layoff. Mm -hmm. No matter how well you're doing, your company could be going through some significant transition or setbacks. Mm -hmm. So all in all, it's just really emotionally exhausting. In this situation, you know, do, do I really want to show up for yet another work commitment like this, <laughs> right. you know, ERG thing. And I mean, I know I want the support, but um, how does this work? I mean, is this mandatory? Is it optional? You know, where can I get the support and not feel like it's an obligation, but it's actually helping me? Right. So again, ERGs are a benefit and they're optional. You don't have to take advantage of benefits if you don't want to, but it is in your best interest to take mm. care, you know, to take advantage of these benefits. Now, ERGs 
the more mature ERGs, and I'll qualify that for you later, kind of the more mature, well-managed ERGs are likely going to have subgroups, internal subgroups that are kind of like segmented out for working mothers, for, you know, you know, single employees, those types of things where they are going to be focusing on really trying to provide guidance or mentorship or whatnot for those situations where you're like, how do I juggle it all? And so a lot of the times it's really thinking about what does your, what can your ERG offer? Now, again, the more mature ones that have kind of graduated beyond being just a social group or, you know, just um, creating a sense of belonging or community, the more formal and more mature, you know, organizations are going to have like maybe mentoring initiatives. They're going to have um, maybe more structured programming that is available um, maybe in a, in a form of kind of on-demand resources that are there that you can just reach out and tap into and use it as much or as little as you want, but it's mm. totally optional. And definitely, if your ERG doesn't have those things, then maybe, you know, raise your hand to say, hey, I, you know, think we need to pull some resources together or, you know, just saying, hey, this is something that we could all use, just like letting them know. Mm. So, um Speaking of which, let's say it's an organization where I work for an organization that doesn't provide mm-hmm. um, extensive programming, especially during these times. Um, maybe it's fallen, the communities have been a little bit inactive, or maybe I'm part of an organization that doesn't even have an ERG to begin with. Right. Um, I don't have any kind of community support related to work. Mm-hmm. What do I do in this situation? Well, in these situations, it's an excellent opportunity for you to maybe step up and say, listen, I'm sure I'm not the only one feeling this way and we need some sort of support and we don't have an you know, employee resource group. Maybe you raise your hand and you say, hey, you know, you go to your senior leadership and you say, I'm struggling. I know a lot of other people are struggling. If we had a formal employee resource group, um, you know, how do I create one? Most organizations would be open to it. I mean, you know, the, most of them will say, okay, here are the steps that you have to follow, partner with, you know, someone in the HR department or the diversity team and pull this group together and get, you know, get support and get mm. some senior leaders uh, around there. So it's definitely a terrific way to really demonstrate your leadership mm. ability and create impact for your organization and other employees who may be really struggling this in the same way and just not having that resource. So again, employee resource groups always start out in an organic fashion. There's mm. always some employees that come together and say, hey, we need this. Let's come together and create a resource for all of the other employees. And a lot of the times you go to your your senior leaders and they'll support it by giving Mm -hmm. you budget to do the things that you need to do. That's such a great point because it's actually times like these where Mm -hmm. there's, um, you know, a group of people, not just an individual, but a group of people that might be experiencing similar um, emotions or struggles or hardships that can actually come together. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have the resource and you're thinking about it, raise your hand, be that leader. Exactly. You're not only going to get the help you need, but more importantly, you're going to create impact for others. And what better way to demonstrate your leadership than in a crisis? Absolutely. be the light that can guide other people as well. Right. And, you know, just to make a point, if you said it is an organization that doesn't have ERGs, well, then 
create one ERG for all of the marginalized group. And as you start getting kind of that organic momentum going, then you guys you can, can start, splinter then off you kind of splinter off when you need to get a little bit more niche and, and, you know, just because there also are some cultural nuances, but why don't you create it for everybody so that you mm-hmm. can have a larger impact and then everybody kind of goes from there and you kind of create the foundation for everybody. That's fantastic. So let's say I sign up to uh, create a brand new ERG, or perhaps I already lead an ERG in my organization. Mm-hmm. What can I be doing to support um, our communities during this time? Because there are obviously some serious constraints mm-hmm. and limitations. Right. We're not able to meet in person. You know, everyone's already stretched too thin. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of sort of budget constraints potentially, uh, or just focus and attention, right? I mean, there's not a whole lot of time and um, focus right now to deal with things that might not be top of mind to the most senior leaders. So um, what could I be doing to support communities? Well, first, as a brand new ERG leader, uh, when you say you want to create a brand new community, first, you need to like listen and learn and find out from your community what is it that they need what do what support do they need to bring their whole selves to work now if you already manage an ERG um, you know there are going to be difficult times you know there's like macro problems going on in the world right and our people our employees you can't just shake that or take you know just you know drop that at the at the front door or like when you start when you sit at your desk yeah. to start working it it's going to impact you and impact your productivity. Yeah, I mean that emotional fatigue that people are feeling from the constant cycle of bad news or setbacks or struggles and uncertainty exactly that has a real impact on your motivation on your productivity on just your level of engagement in general absolutely um, and like- you can't pretend like it doesn't exist and show up on zoom and you know you it might even be personal right you might have things happening in your home or your family that are overwhelming exactly and so as an ERG leader, what you need to do is create that safe space that, you know, psychological safety or that safe space. Cause you have to remember your, you know, your peers, your, you know, your ERG peers may be the only one on their team dealing with those kinds of, you know, challenges and struggles. And so call out a safe space and say, Hey, we're going to host a, you know, a closed focus group, a safe space to hold space, to let everybody talk about what are you dealing with? How can we help each other? We're all, you know, we may be all feeling the same way. What can we do to support one another, et cetera, et cetera. So ERG leaders can certainly create that safe space for their communities, especially when things are kind of escalating uh, for that particular community where, you know, right now we have lots of marginalized groups that are being targeted and that are, you know, suffering, you know, from our, you know, like the Black Lives Matter, you know, um, racial tensions that are going on to, you know, you know, Asian communities, to religious communities, things like that. So thinking about creating safe space for each of those communities to just let people be able to vent if they mm-hmm. need to, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's just creating that safe space. Second. And then also being able to um, learn from that and mm-hmm. make that make their needs and their struggles more visible to the senior most leadership that may not be fully aware of all the things that are getting in the way. Absolutely. And that is one of the big responsibilities for ERG leaders to kind of, you know, they're the ones with their ear to the ground and then they go tell their senior leaders of, hey, you know, 
our community. This is what your, you know, your employees are, this is what the challenges are. And this is how you can be supportive as a senior leader and, you know, support for them to, you know, for the ERGs to possibly create the resources that are needed, you know, because they're the ones who are going to do it. Then second, you know, thinking about as an ERG, you know, you're creating safe space, all of these things. But the next thing to really think about is, you know, how do you graduate and you, you know, start evolving into a business resource group? Because at the end of the day, you want to help your business leaders and the organization um, meet your, you know, your goals, the KPIs, the, the, you know, whatever the vision is of the organization. So how can you make sure that you're aligning your, your, um, how can you make sure you're aligning your network to go beyond just the social networking and the connection, but really start thinking about how do we align our vision and our goals as a, as an ERG to the business results mm -hmm. and become a business resource group. So as for well. example, even things like participating in product development and innovation exactly. as a, um, a diverse or uh, minority group that's represented that could be part of, um, make creating more inclusive products. You know, how exactly. do you participate in that? How do you help with feature development? How do you understand mm -hmm. how to market to those communities and so forth? Absolutely. I mean, I've worked with employee resource groups where they would host kind of, you know, this open call for, you know, product managers to say, hey, we're going to have a hackathon. If you want to, you know, diversity of thought around your product or your product launch or whatever, come to us. And they would kind of create that idea of inclusive and diverse, you know, just thought leadership. So that's actually uh, also another great reason for uh, employees to be belong to these groups because it's a way for you to get your ideas. Exactly. Um, out there and mm -hmm. you have a direct channel to get your <laughs> ideas for products or for marketing uh, or mm -hmm. even about the business in general be heard because you have the avenue and the platform for it so by being part of one of these communities mm -hmm. you're representing um, and, and connecting the dots between your community and your corporation right and you're helping your your company just have better solutions for you know the world right so and then finally the other is you know as an erg leader think of new ideas the, uh, or, or new ways that you can actually jumpstart your community engagement and really kind of help empower them um you know so that they can have the right strategies and the tools in order to be successful and you know so that they can maintain that motivation even through challenging times mm. so basically if i'm um leading an ERG or I'm a newly appointed leader of an mm -hmm. ERG, uh, your three uh, recommendations are first, listen and learn mm -hmm. and figure out what your community really needs so mm -hmm. that they can bring their whole selves to work. Right. Um, number two, go beyond just social networking, connection, really think about how you can support the goals of the business mm -hmm. by being a valuable resource and also provide a platform for these community members to influence product development exactly. and influence marketing and so forth. And third, um, you know, try new ideas that can jumpstart community engagement that will, even during these times, you know, um, be very active and mm -hmm. be a super valuable way for driving that engagement, the motivation, and ultimately the productivity uh, for your organization to stay at the forefront of competition. Absolutely. I mean, we've seen some real success stories with, you know, various different organizations that we've worked with through some of the Beyond Bears programming with ERGs, you know, really kind of helping them 
gain those tools and the mm-hmm. strategies that they need so that they can navigate in, you know, in, any, in any situation. Exactly. So bottom line is that community, your uh, professional communities are available to you as a benefit. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of that. Um, if you are overwhelmed and needing support, take action today and leverage this community that already exists. And if it doesn't, raise your hand and be the one to start it because if you are struggling, so are many other people like you. And this is a terrific opportunity for leadership, uh, for impact, and ultimately to leave an imprint in your organizational culture. Mm Visit imbeyondbearers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources in this episode. Thanks for listening. There are thousands of podcasts out there and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. Visit iambeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources referenced in this episode. I'm sure to take the quiz on the website. Your score will tell you where you are, what helps you gain momentum and what holds you back. You'll also get a free guide with cutting edge career strategies. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your comments and topic suggestions on iambeyondbarriers.com and we'll be sure to address them in future episodes. If you enjoyed our show today, please subscribe and rate the podcast or just tell a friend about it. See you next episode.